The Safe House invites you to experience Chicago's number one spy-themed bar and restaurant located in the heart of River North. Your next late-night mission should include a stop at the Safe House, where you can sip on giant shareable cocktails, dance the night away to our live DJ, and exit through our top-secret laser maze. Named Chicago's most Instagrammable restaurant. Don't miss out on the fun every Friday and Saturday night. For more information, visit safehousechicago.com. A quick word of warning. This show has a little bit of explicit content, and I'm trying out not bleeping it. So if you've got any youngins listening to the show, or you get blindsided by cursing easily, there are a couple F-bombs and such in this one. Just letting you know. If you've listened to my recent Dogman episode, you might remember me mentioning what a good idea it is to bury a witch under a crossroads. I mean, everybody knows that spirits hell-bent on revenge can't read road signs, and they're too angry to recognize where they are. But apparently, someone didn't get the telegram, as one supposed ill-natured old crone was laid to rest like anyone else would be in a small Oklahoma cemetery. You can bet folks have reportedly paid the price for that over the years, and I invited a couple Oklahoma boys on to discuss it. Brett and Harley from the Travel Oddities podcast joined me to talk about Hillside Cemetery, their podcast, and all kinds of fun stuff on this episode of Blurry Photos. Hey everybody! Hey, 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 welcome to the show! I'm your host, David Flora. Hey, hey, glad to have you joining. I've got a real fun one lined up for you, for with me today are the rugged and wizened gentlemen of the Travel Oddities Podcast, a show that should be the first thing you pack on road trips. Brett Manzer and Harley Covington have been tripping the fright fantastic since 2015, specifically looking into paranormal places, weird tourist attractions, and all the fun stuff attached to them. Uh, let's see, did I leave anything out? Oh yeah, they just won the 2018 Society and Culture People's Choice Podcast Award. I am very pleased to welcome Brett and Harley to the show. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. That was an awesome intro. Wow. Dude, I, I had to actually reach up my short leg and like make some serious adjustments after that one. <laughs> Seriously. And that's with my that. left hand. Thank you so much. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm glad you guys uh, got a chance to come on here. Well, thanks for having us. Of course. We're super stoked, actually. Been huge fans for years now. I appreciate that. Well, in in all honesty, we actually turned down hosting the Oscars to be on here. So, I mean, I mean, let's make it count. <laughs> I hear that's a thing going on these days. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very into pop culture. Shut up! Don't ask me anything. Right, and we turned down the opportunity to be the halftime show as well. Uh, so, yeah, we're here. We're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I'd like to get to know you guys a little better. So. Uh, tell me how you guys met and how the show got started. How about that? Harley, I'll let you do that. Seriously? Yeah. I always tell the story and you go, no, 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 it's wrong. So I'm going to give you, (laughs) I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell it, tell it like it is. Uh, All right. So Brett and I are actually related, I guess, technically. Technically. Yeah. So, um, I was married to Brett's cousin Mm -hmm. several years. 
eons ago. Mm-hmm. And I won Brett in the divorce. So yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was kind of cool. I, and this is a true story, Flora. My family I, I would does, hope so. They did. My family have. I've been disavowed by that side of the family. They do not speak to me. I have not cut a turkey or opened a present from this side of the family. And I've made zero dollars on this podcast. But I think it was worth. <laughs> but I think it's. I think it was worth. It. I think it's worth it because of the divorce. I. I don't. I. This is none of. I can't go there. I have also been. I, the last time I was told, I talked a lot of shit. So I'm keeping out of that side of it. <laughs> Fair it, it enough. Was, it's it's ancient history, but yeah, we were uh, we were friends. Uh, the divorce happened, and they there was an ultimatum put to Brett, and mm-hmm. Brett was like, "Yeah, I like Harley, so I'm going to go with, <laughs> go right. with him wow. and hang out." So right, Harley's not a soulless bastard. So yeah, I'll take Harley. Oh. Man, that that is a that's a hell of an origin. You story. asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> you started. Well, this I'm glad thing. it wasn't just just like yeah, we we went to school together. Bye. Right. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> our, my parents weren't shot in an alley, and I became the Dark Knight. I apologize that that's not how it all began. My parents were shot at a podcast studio. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it works. So okay, cool. So that's that's how you guys uh, know each other. What uh, what made you decide to do a show about weird stuff? like that okay so here's where i come in i had went to broadcasting school to be in radio and uh ended up working in radio but early in my radio career before i was an on-air personality i basically babysat the stations made sure everything was on the air didn't go off the air and if it did i fixed it and i told harley i said look we gotta you know basically i may be paraphrasing here but we need to get in front of the mic let's do something Uh, because I had studio space that I could use. And lo and behold, uh, Harley had an idea that he's been kind of, this Travelotti's thing has been around since the the early mid nineties. And yeah. So at that point we were like, well, we kind of built in a way, I hate to say it. We kind of built this thing around me because I had, you know, I had equipment basically at the ready. It was just a matter of what are we going to do? And then, I'll let t- Harley tell you the, how the concept came to be. So in I've always always been fascinated with weird roadside oddities and creepy, cool, quirky things, you know, as far as traveling. So, you know, Area 51 and from things that big all the way down to, you know, the world's largest peanut. And at one point in time and early on in the the beginning of the Internet, I I was working on a website called the World Wide Web or the the World Weird Web, and it was just oh. going to be an interactive map of the United States, just road trip road trip fashion, uh, telling you all the places that you could go that are kind of weird. Sounds good. And we were discussing. We kicked it around for weeks. We kicked it around for a long time, but the truth is, and there's kind of some debate on how the how this actually came to be. Him and I are, you know. These are conversations that we would have. A lot of things that we talk about on the show, what we, what the angle we wanted to come at with the show is we aren't experts, but we'd sit on the back, the back porch for hours just talking about weird shit, uh, road trips, all this kind of stuff. And it was never something we never thought we would do because I knew about the Travelotti's idea in its early stages of, again, like he just mentioned to you. But we had thought we're always thinking of ways 
how can we, I mean, I hate saying, how can we make a couple bucks? Cause I mean, at the time we were kind of both a little bit financially depressed and maybe a little bit emotionally depressed. So, you know, at one point we thought about doing a hot dog cart. This is a true story. We did t-shirts. We were, we were going to flip houses. I mean, we had just a list of we're ideas guys. And that, and that's the thing is we can talk. We talk a lot of shit. And the fact that we finally did the fact that we've lasted three years isn't, I mean, it, it's, I think it's a testimony to us finally saying, okay, we found something we want to do and it's cool and it's interesting enough. Why not? And it's completely yeah. absurd that we thought we would make money podcasting. Right. It's completely <laughs> and utterly absurd. Hey man, I got a degree in theater. I mean, there's all kinds of absurd ideas out there. <laughs> yeah. I have not got laid once because of a travel on business card. I'm just telling you. It's been organic. My my experiences well, have been organic. It's only been what, a month or two since that award, so well, you know, it's the the, the, the word words getting around. Uh, words getting around. <laughs> keep everything loose. Keep running. absolutely keep, keep in mean, shape. <laughs> keep, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still shaving the bikini line just in case. And I've got one arm, so you would be you would probably be shocked to know how many people are just they want to take care of me right now because I have true. no arm and no income. Uh, <laughs> you've got that Florence Nightingale thing going for you, dude. It's a, so, it's a panty dropper, um, not, not to, uh, uh, not to give everybody the wrong impression. Sure. Uh, Brett actually just had uh, surgery. He doesn't, uh, you, you didn't lose an arm, right? I didn't lose. Well, you know what? You kind of feel like you did a little bit, but yeah, you feel like you did, but yeah. I didn't lose an arm. I, I feel like <laughs> I gained have a friend to, is what I did. I didn't lose an arm. I gained a friend in my left hand. Uh, <laughs> You got to know, you just got to know somebody better. Yes. Um, so Harley, your, your bio says you're a father. Do any of your kids listen to the show? <laughs> <laughs> um, not on purpose. I don't think my older daughters actually do uh, occasionally listen, but I think for the most part, they just kind of hide. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a bad podcast. No, I, I feel like you're like, yeah, nobody really listens. No, but but they're children, and they children, children, they don't get it. Children get embarrassed, they get embarrassed uh, yeah. easily by parents, yeah. I think. Uh, I just, I was just curious. Um, and Brett, uh, going over your bio, I, I see that you're a uh, werewolf fan. I am a huge fan of werewolves. Now, there is a book, and it's in the bio that I found when I was probably 10 or 11 years old and it changed my, my entire life. I wanted to be, I've wanted to be, if you could make me a world werewolf today, I would do it in a freaking New York second. I just want to right. shred people to bits, man. Well, <laughs> we'll unpack that later. I think <laughs> I do. I just want to, I, I don't want to convert people. I just want to shred them up. You know what I mean? That's it. I don't, you know, well, sure. I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say yes. But yes, I love I love werewolves. Anything werewolf. There've been some really shitty werewolf movies in the last decade or so. I've I've got well, a, a stable of my favorites. But yeah, werewolves in general, the the lore, the legend, the whole thing. I'm just I'm I'm hooked on that kind of stuff. Sweet. Well, you know, I know that's it's a usually a, a hot debate for horror fans. Mm -hmm. But what's your what's your favorite and or best werewolf transformation uh, American cinema. werewolf in London. I think it wins, uh, hands down. Um, I mean, it was awarded the first Academy award for effects. Mm -hmm. I, I can't see how, I mean, Rick Baker's a, a, a God. 
I don't think every transformation since then all all has you can see little flares of that Rick Baker uh, makeup uh, from American Werewolf in London. I think to this day, hands down, the best trans- transformation sequences. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen many werewolf movies, or maybe I have, and I and I don't know about it. But <laughs> that sounds weird. But um, <laughs> that one, that one in particular, uh, I always thought was a very a really cool graphic and and like seemingly accurate. <laughs> I, I would <laughs> based, say based on nothing. Well, I guess, me think based about on anatomy. It. It's going to be painful. You, you look at the old yeah. Lon Chaney and go, okay, you know, he, he grows a beard in about ten seconds. But the mm-hmm. physical, where you hear the crackle and the pop of the knuckles and the joints, and you, he's going mm-hmm. to experience. You're going to experience pain. And I yeah. just thought that skin David Naughton, yeah, it, the skin stretching yeah. and. Yeah, it was, it's 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 my number one favorite werewolf movie, and it's in my top five movies of all time. Not a question. That's cool. I'm glad you said that because I always thought that uh, that that one was a re- a very good one as well. <laughs> I kind of had that at, for me, you know, not not being like a super horror fan or mm-hmm. a werewolf fan in general, right. but like, yeah, that one is always like, wow, that they really did a, a good job. So good to hear that. Yes. Uh, Harley, do you have a, a favorite monster or cryptid? Oh man. I'm I'm really enthralled with a lot of them. Um, just the concept, not necessarily you know whether I believe or disbelieve or sure sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Well, you're wearing one right now. I am wearing a Bigfoot shirt. I um, mean, this is Bigfoot country around these parts. <laughs> it is Bigfoot country around these parts. Y'all go but here we but here's the thing though and i'm going to cut you off we've had more link discussions at length about bigfoot we've been to bigfoot festivals we've talked to more people than have seen them you know what i mean so i almost kind of feel like you're you're trying not to go with the 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 area 51 of cryptids by not saying bigfoot no it's not that it's just I don't know. I I don't have a a lot invested in Bigfoot. You're trying to you're trying not to sell out. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I I tend to like lake monsters, which pisses Brett I off. On a regular, I hate it. I basis. hate it. <laughs> Brett thinks there are manatees in every body of water bigger than a kid's swimming pool. I'm telling you. <laughs> The whole country is just wall-to-wall manatees, according to Brett. <laughs> so I, I like them for that reason. Manatees are cute. I think they're everywhere. Maybe it's a coping mechanism. It, it could be. <laughs> but I have a fear of water, though, too. So I would like to hope that if, if, it, if there is a, a creature in the water, it is something cute like a sea cow or uh, a manatee and not some yeah. like gnarly bastard that wants to grind me into silt. <laughs> right. It probably stinks. Probably it probably stinks. Like I think my, manatees are the koala bears of the water. Come on. <laughs> well, there's there's um, so much wrong with that statement. For starters, koalas are not bears. Well, I know they're that, marsupials. But they're, I know that, but they're cute and cuddly and manatees are cute and you just want to ride on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't. Cuz you 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 I don't know. I can't help you. I can't help you. I feel like Brett is looking at notes out of a Lisa Frank trapper keeper right now that has like a manatee <laughs> jumping over the, a rainbow or something. Do you know how many manatees I've drawn? I've he, got some manatee <laughs> drawings. He's got like manatee coffee cups and t-shirts and probably mm-hmm. underwear. I don't know. No, I, I don't wear underwear, but yeah. Uh, manatees are, th- those are my man crush. All right. 
it's pretty cool. I've never heard somebody uh, crush on manatees so hard. So I'm going to say more power to you. Hey, I, I, that's all. I mean, I, I'm speechless now. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, congratulations on the show and the award and everything, guys. It, I, for me, it's always a great listen because I'll, I'll tell you, I must have listened to the Limp Mansion one like three or four times while I was prepping uh, for my episode on it and, and then my trip down there. Um, as far as our shows together, you, we've both covered several of the same topics. Uh, I was just wondering, do you guys ever get to go to many of these places that you cover? Not as much as, uh, we had liked and, and I'm going to kind of spill the beans and we did this on a few shows back. Um, we had high hopes, really high hopes because re let's, I'm going to rewind a little bit. When I was on a break, when, you know, I kind of went into the shadow zone, Harley contacted me out of the blue, and and this is, you know, you could edit this out if you want, but contacted me out of the blue and said, hey, how far out of travel oddities are you? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I need to know, are you in or out? And I said, I'm in, what's up? He goes, well, we've got a, a TV uh, production company that wants to work with us. And, you know, my ears pinned back at that point. And at that stage, you were like that, that finally kind of, for me, I think where my passion lies in, I want to touch the stuff. And when the TV people started sniffing around, I was like, okay, this is going to be our ultimate opportunity. They're going to throw money at us. We're going to get to go do this stuff. And then it kind of fell through. And yeah, it, it, I really like to touch the thing. And I like to go tiptoe through the woods and it's just not, it's not feasible when you're not, you know what I mean? You're not making sure. nerdist money like, or having a TV production crew or a discovery channel throwing money at you. So yeah, we don't get to get out as much as we, we thought we were going to, or we would like to. Well, we do, we do a lot of excursions. They just don't cover the entire country right. like the show does. So it right. tends to get lopsided. So we tend to not cover things we've done. We've been to a lot of places that are within three or four hours of where we currently reside that sure. have never become a show and never become an episode because we, we felt like it was getting lopsided. Um, hmm. Too many like Oklahoma spots. Or right. Something. Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, you know, just the same, mm -hmm. same places mm -hmm. um, or the same geographic area. Um, but, and again, this is, this is actually spilling beans that we probably shouldn't be doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Brett and I are actually working on a more local show, the only an okay show where we're going to kind of cover neat tourist type things here in Oklahoma. Right, because there's so many things, and it, and it gives us a, an opportunity to kind of branch out a little bit more, you know, it, kind of the trip on a tank full stuff and actually kind of getting out and getting out in the community. And I feel like we're a lot of like paranormal or travel shows kind of miss the mark is not being able to kind of have a hand on the pulse on what's going on out in these communities and, and, and actually being boots on the ground. So yeah. we're kind of slowly transitioning, like, you know, he said, to doing something that's a little bit more in our wheelhouse in terms of we've lived here for, there's so many things that we could tell. We could, hell, we could do a travel on show on weird Oklahoma shit, but there's so many other things that we could do too that can be just as interesting. And I think our enthusiasm for doing stuff around here, stuff that we could touch, stuff, stuff that we could touch people. We can actually talk to that talk, you know, people are more eager to talk to you when you talk like they do. 
You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I and and we kind of feel like, you know, it's worth a shot. We're not we're not completing completely Katie barring the doors or, or pulling the shades on travel oddities, but we're you know we're kind of branching out a little bit just to see. You know, again, it's kind of like we well we won an award here. What what's the next thing that we can do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. So. You know, there may be some 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 broken hearts out there, but if, if your heart's broken, uh, you haven't sent us any money yet. So uh, <laughs> I don't know how heartbroken you are, but we got bills to pay. But no, that, all that aside, I, I just think it's an opportunity for us to to kind of uh, kind of check out our own back. You know, what's out our, our own back door, basically. So sure, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that that sounds great. There's, I, I mean, there's a reason that every state has a weird blank state book you know like Mm -hmm. weird oklahoma weird illinois weird kentucky like that's a whole industry because it those that type of stuff can fill these books and even more you know so yeah more power to you on that too like that sounds fun and um hopefully that works out for you guys and people love i'd I'd be interested well and people love when you talk about their stuff you know what i mean and it's hard and when you talk to them about it instead of you know and it's hard to capture and it's hard to capture your your market share when one week you're talking about detroit and the next week you're talking about dallas you're going to lose some you know what i mean you're going to lose some some listeners in there somewhere and you know we've gained some some international uh followers some international uh donated uh donations to the patreon which is you know and i think if you true if you're here for us I think you'll follow us to Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Um, sure. We just want to, we, we're just trying to set our sights and, and kind of narrow the scope a little bit and see, you know, see what we can do with that. Well, I'll tell you what, talking about weird spots and, and things to do in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, when we were, when we were talking about uh, setting this show up, you mentioned Hillside Cemetery would be fun to talk about. Can you tell me and the listeners the story behind Hillside and what all is said to go on there? Well, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, Skyatook, Oklahoma. Hillside is in a place called Skyatook, which is 20 minutes outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, very small town, less than 10,000 people. Oh, yeah. I'd say between five and 10,000 people. Yeah. Residents overall. Um, there's a legend about the grave of a witch. Right. In this particular cemetery. And... Uh, we decided we were going to do an episode of the Travel Oddities podcast on this particular location, mm-hmm. and we spent 48 uh, hours. Oh, yeah. I mean, we went to Tulsa, uh, the city of Tulsa, and Skyatook was on the way out of town. We were going to you know, cover a couple of weird things in town, and then hit Skyatook on the way out. No big deal. And it was kind of our first foray into video audio and video and i think that's the only way this thing is any is is interesting <laughs> is not it's not w- the information delivered it's what happened in the process of trying to put to gather the information okay so mm-hmm. set the stage we get out there okay we've got a media guy our camera guy uh ninja matt and we've got gopros we've got I think we've got some Zoom recorders. We've we've got just enough to get, I mean, some some good shots. So Harley goes to the the grave, does his thing for a little bit. I go back out there. The camera starts to overheat. Okay. Ooh. So again, we're we're working against the sunlight. 
So we don't have a, we have, it's terrible. It's not great lighting. The videos, we, we, the videos available, you may or may not have seen it, but. What, what time of year was this? This was, oh gosh. The middle of summer. It was the hottest damn day it could possibly be. It was, it was miserable. We're 10 miles away from a bathroom and I think I've got a amoebic dysentery. I mean, it's just a bad <laughs> situation. And then things start to turn. So we were, we were out there all day. We're hanging out on the grave. And I think we even offended a couple of people. Um, I think I might living have, or dead. They may have been actually dead. I might've put my foot on the grave and that, that I angered some people, I think who watched the video, but uh, basically we were out there for several hours trying to get anything on any form of media that we could that one might consider to be anomalous. We got nothing. It was a, bu- I mean, for all intents and purposes, I remember saying this out, out loud. Well, it's a bust when we were packing <laughs> up, it's a bust. So we're packing up at dusk and that's kind of when just the shit hit the fan. Well, yeah. And interestingly enough, you know, we're not, di- we're not dyed in the wool believers and we're not completely skeptical. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we were out there to have, you know, you're in a cemetery. It's, cemeteries are creepy i'm sorry the, you know there certain tombstones you think look like people it, so that your mind starts to kind of go a little a little aloof so it really <laughs> starts where my our camera guy has two cell phones one because he's an it guy he has a work phone we call it his burn phone and he has personal cell phone well his personal cell phone came up missing harley calls his phone i have the audio of this and it didn't get put in but harley calls his phone and then I can't remember what happened next. What, how to explain the music part. That's just, this is, <laughs> this has less to do with me. So I don't know that the music part is even, even there yet. So we are, we're packing up because we're losing sunlight. Everything's dying though. So one of the, one of the camcorders died. One of the GoPros kept overheating. Oh, so yeah. we're running out of equipment that will actually record anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're kind of starting to pack up. I think Brett is trying to do some voice recordings. Yeah, doing some voice. We're trying to do voice recording. So I have my phone on record. So um, we start hearing some noise, noises at that particular point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I saw somebody at the other end of the graveyard mm-hmm. standing kind of in the, the setting sun. Kind of freaked me out. I couldn't figure out who it was. And I just assumed that it was, you know, a a trick of the light or whatever. But then right when the sun goes down completely, we hear car noises. And it sounds like somebody's opening or shutting the gate. Everybody's getting kind of freaked out. We're getting locked in a cemetery at this point in time. Um, At that point in time, though, Matt can't find his phone, his additional phone. So he calls it. And then this music starts playing on the car. And it is a song from an artist that we had talked to a, a year before that. Which is which is really strange. You you had talked to the artist themselves. Yes, the the artist that okay. that wrote the song was actually on one of our shows, and this okay. was a song by that. Person. Yeah, it was a song called "It Brings Me Back to You." Right. So we didn't recognize the song. We thought it was Matt's phone, and Matt's like, "That's not my cell. Phone. That's not my ringtone." And we realized it was coming through the the speakers of the car at like Bluetooth. Uh-huh. And then we realized that the the words of the song 
were almost word for word the words that are written on the side of this tombstone. Whoa. Yeah, it was really freaking us out. And then I was like, oh, it's, it must be coming through my phone for some reason. So I found my phone. I turned it off. We're really getting freaked out, though, because the gate, we hear the gate slam. Mm-hmm. So we're freaking out. The music is playing. We find all of our equipment. We load it up. We're getting ready. We're leaving the cemetery to go out the, the opposite gate before that one gets closed. Right. So we're going down the road. And as we're going down the road, there's this huge white dog that's just sitting there on the side of the road like it's watching us leave. Okay. In in the cemetery? No. no just right outside of the cemetery right door. It's this huge white right. dog. It's the biggest. I've got a 150, 175 pound mastiff. Yeah. This mm-hmm. dog made my dog look small. Wow. Huge dog. Freaked us out. So we get out to the highway. We're going. We're going. We finally get, you know, we stop, get a drink. We decide, okay, we're going to call Amy, who's our researcher at the time. And she did some mm-hmm. co-hosting. I'm sure you're aware for a little while. From Limp, yeah, from the Limp Mansion. Yes. Yeah. So. And uh, that's why I liked it so much. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so we get on the turnpike. We're like, hey, so we'll call Amy, get her on the phone. And again, this is also on the video. And uh, talking, going right along. And the next thing you know, out of the blue, the song starts playing again. The phone disconnected from Amy and started playing this music right when we were going to tell her about the music. Ooh. Yeah. And then it wouldn't stop. Like this kept happening for m- a month after oh, yeah. we after we got back. And that's and that's what I was kind of telling him while you stepped away for a second is there was just a change like little things. I mean, your your girlfriend wouldn't ride in the car. You had to have I mean, we had we were getting sp- ourselves smudged before we came into the studio. I mean, we were trying anything. I know. I, I Trust me. I laughed too. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And then I lose, I, I don't know. I lose my job. I mean, it's just a, it's just a chain of just unfortunate events. Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, again, if you ask me what my paranormal Number one is it's this kind of stuff. I can't explain it. I don't know what happened. I mean, there were so many, there were dogs howling at the same time, lightning strikes happening. All at one, like it was a menagerie of get if all the signs pointing to it's time to leave. You got to go. Yeah. And again, that song, just the song itself yeah. followed us for a good couple of months. Oh, yeah. This would randomly come on. It was. It was on a Dropbox or something of that nature. And for some reason, my phone would randomly sync to stuff and download that from the Dropbox and play it. Wow. Yeah. It was really so, super creepy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. So let me, let me, let me catch me back up here. Um, the, you you found your phone that was missing. It was in the car. Is that right? Yes. Matt's mm-hmm. missing the, the, phone was in the car. Yes. The phone that was missing. But his wasn't the one that was playing the music. No. It was uh, Harley's phone? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then you were able to get out the the other side of the cemetery, and then that the white dog was outside the cemetery staring at you. Was there? Is there? How, like, uh, residential is it around the cemetery there? It is pocket. It is a very, very rural community. So uh-huh. your closest neighbor might be a hundred yards. It might be two miles, two miles. Um, yeah. Okay. 
you you know what you sound like right i feel like you're like paranormal tech support so tell me uh what happened when you um did you unplug it <laughs> did and you, try, did you yeah. find the phone would you able to find the okay did you turn it did off you and turn, turn the grave off and turn it up back <laughs> on again? i'm like i don't know how to answer this are we on trial or um, on a podcast? I'm just I'm trying to like make sure I've got it all in, in my head so I don't ask a stupid question later. <laughs> I'll ask the stupid questions now. I mean, keep it up and we're not gonna we're not gonna do the survey at the end of the tech support call. <laughs> oh no. I can't afford to have another bad rating. <laughs> um so you you were talking about uh dog howls and lightning. W- was that all at the at the cemetery, or was that in the stuff that happened afterwards? No, that was literally all at the cemetery, and it was it, it was really weird. Basically, from about the second the sun dropped below the horizon until it got pitch black, which I think took about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. it was just one weird thing after another. We literally heard dogs howl, howling. There was lightning off in the distance for no reason. There were no storms. We mm-hmm. No weather at all had been occurring in, at any point in time during the day or the past week or the week after it was just this series of strange little things that started happening. And we were really kind of high pitched squealy girls by the time we left the cemetery. (laughs) Oh yeah. The, when, when the music played again on the turnpike, I think we all screamed. Like, I think, yeah, it was an audible chorus of screaming by grown men. (laughs) Oh man. I, I wish I could have been there with you. So can, do you remember what some of the words or, or the words themselves were that uh, either were on the, the, the tombstone or the music? The song, would the, the chorus was, it brings, it brings me back to you. That was the chorus. The, the, on the tombstone itself, I believe it says, if I'm not mistaken, he will, he will bring him back or you will bring him back again or something like that. I mean, it's oh, not obviously not note for note but you know when you hear that and you you just left the tomb of the unknown witch which you come to find out you know there's a lot of uh, legends and lore and just dis- disputes about what what the story is but the fact remains that the 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 inscription that looks like it was written on by a stick harley you got yeah and you're 100 percent right it looks like it looks like it was done with fingers or a nail or something like that you know 150 years ago but the line he's correct the line from the song was it brings me back to you the line that was bugging us from the tomb said can i bring him back again Uh yeah and uh, the whole thing was uh but he is dead why should i fast can i bring him back again i shall go to him but he shall not return to me we had no idea what it meant none it was kind of spooky sounding but when this really, I don't even know how to explain her music. It's, it's the, the, we'll give you a, a link to the song. It's haunting is what it is. <laughs> it isn't, am I wrong? And you're not wrong. And no, in the I, right light and in the, in the perfect setting like this, which when, sounded like, yeah. Well, and we, were, what happened right is, there. is that we went, we went back and regrouped back to the tomb i say tomb basically what they did was back in the days to keep people from grave robbing at least in this particular area they would take concrete and cover your the grave so it almost looks like the bottom of a canoe doesn't or like hmm. a like a bathtub like of a concrete bat- got dumped upside down right 
So that's why we're saying that those inscriptions look like they were written on with a stick or like a, a nail. So we went and regrouped back at um, the gravesite and played that song, and it's just it's chilling. Like when you watch when you watch it on playback, you're like, "Damn, I I survived that!" Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> when did you when did you do the regroup? Um, we did it probably right after we listened to the song the first time because we we let the song kind of uh-huh. play out a little bit in the car, didn't we? When we were trying not to piss ourselves, yeah. Oh, were you talking about while we were still there? Yes, because Matt, we I think we were done packing, right? Matt, I think it was Matt or you that said. What is the what what does the tomb say? Right. And I I actually did say that. I was okay. asking, hey, that's that line sound like sounded like the thing we just read from the tombstone. What does it say? And we kind of went back over there and looked, and then it continued from there. So Yeah, it was just a shit storm of like, can you bring me back to Oklahoma City? And that was kind of more of a- <laughs> It was bad. I I don't. I cannot explain what happened. I have. I don't. We have tried for months and months, and, and occasionally we try not to talk about it too much because so many things kind of ha- again, kind of a trickle down effect, a domino effect of things that happened, or hell, the butterfly effect. Hell, I don't know. But there's been some strange, some strange. <laughs> I mean, shits. Harley Harley just almost coughed up a lung. So yeah, just talking about it. Like <laughs> seriously. I don't like to give it a lot of credit, though. I think Brett starts throwing labels out. It's synchronicities. It's it's karma. It's fate. I I, I don't know. I think it was something I, look, weird that happened. I need something to blame the shit show that's been my life ever since, and it's I'm blaming so, it on a witch. So I was I was going to ask you did did stuff ever kind of settle down or is it is it kind of ongoing? Don't ask me. I mean, it, can you, you weren't, don't ask me, please ask Carly. Okay. You know, Jiminy Christmas. I think Brett would say that his luck has declined significantly since that point in time. But Harley, you're the one that, that stood on it, right? I, oh, I put my foot on it. I put my man. foot on it. And I was trying, I felt bad at the time. I felt disrespectful doing it. But part of the lore was that you were supposed to be disrespectful that the witch's demons would show themselves if you were being disrespectful. And I was like, well, hell, we'll get to see some demons. I'll put my foot on the, the grave. Everybody's yep. got to be a Zach Bagans. Come at me, bro. I did not at any point in time say, come at me, bro. I, I don't approve of that, but I did. The I witch my- was not a bro, so technically it would have been wrong to say. <laughs> right. I think the technical term for come at me, bro, is bring me back to bring me back to him. I think that's the... <laughs> Was it was this was this just this past summer? Was it no? It was the summer before. The summer before last. Summer I don't even think it was summer. I think it was April. And it was unseasonably hot. No, 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 no. Are you sure? I'm positive. It was the end of summer. Okay. Well, it was hotter than a son of a bitch. I'll tell you that. Maybe we were just so, seeing things. Well, <laughs> I, it, it sounds to me. I mean, after a year, a good year, a solid year, mm-hmm. uh, and then you win a podcast award. Sounds like you might be clear of it by now. Hey, I think the, the sage worked. Yeah, it worked <laughs> for the great. most part. For the most part, maybe some lingering. It uh, smells bad luck good. Here I mean, there, but worst case scenario, it's. I think it's kind of an aphrodisiac. I think the ladies dig it. No, no, it's an aphrodisiac because I'm fucked constantly. <laughs> um, Why do you have to keep dropping the f bomb? <laughs> done. You're I'm not so going to say rude. it again. I'm not going to say it again. But I got to. I, mean, I got to be honest. I, I don't feel like I've recovered from this guy. I took witch. I think she shoved her broom handle. 
like it's firmly secured in my sphincter. Just saying. She's so like, do you know anything about the witch herself? Do any of the legends like describe her or there are several descriptions and unfortunately to the best, the best that we can tell they're all bullshit. Right. You know, there's it's just been made up. Well, there's stuff where they talk about how the grave is guarded by demons that she had uh, placed there to guard the tomb. And then we find out that it's not in fact her grave at all. It, it's more likely to be the grave of her husband. She was buried they buried her in a completely different um, cemetery altogether. Really? So, yeah. It, it's so not the person who, was who it was supposed to be? Yeah. It's supposed to be her husband. Um, if you huh. if On paper, it, it's her husband. But the legend is that she's buried there. But then, then the part of the legend where he is buried there is the one that they attach with you know, demons guarding the grave and don't, and don't stand on the grave or don't upset the grave or put your freaking foot on it. Harley. Has anybody gone to where she is actually supposed to be buried? Anybody found her? Well, there, and that's the other part of it. There's not a lot of record. You know, it's one of those things like most stories with any type of salt. Uh, there's not a lot of records that are kept, you know what I mean? Like records, especially it seems like it's always the, well, the records building burnt to the ground in 1903 and anything prior to that is kind of, you know, it's a lot of guesswork. Um, and there's, and that's a part of the state, you know, kind of your Northeastern part and the Southeastern part of the state, they don't recommend you do a lot of door knocking around there. So, you know, you're not going to find a ton of information probably from, from any of the locals. Cause there's not really a, you know, there's not a coffee shop you can walk into and say, "Hey, what can you tell me about this?" Because when you're get when you're getting into you can you can do that. You can walk I mean, into the can. coffee shop and ask that question. You will literally get a different response for every single person you talk to. Like you will get a uh, I wouldn't be here after. And this sounds crazy. We've actually had people say, "I wouldn't knock on anybody's doors, and I would be gone before dark." So now that's because of the 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 local. Um, populace, they're, they're not very friendly or, uh, is it, is it something else? Am I missing? I think it's an outsider's, I think it's an outsider's, uh, perspective. Like we don't take kindly to your type around I, here kind of I, thing. Honestly, you know, in, in really small, tight knit communities, at least in our experience of kind of stumbling around trying to find out answers for things, they don't really take kindly to strangers i think it really boils down to there's a lot of college students who will go because of this urban legend and you know they'll end up causing trouble when they're there and it's a small community and they know who belongs there and who doesn't and i think for the most part unless you've got permission and you've talked to everybody well in advance that it's probably not a good idea to be doing something that's probably illegal according to the town statutes anyway I think that's what it really boils down to. And, you know, every good legend, I guess, is, uh, I don't know, it, it, it continues because, I don't know, it's just a, it's a good legend. I mean, yeah. I don't know if one thing has anything to do with the other, but I can tell you what, what we experienced, I can't explain. I mean, that that is, if that happens to anybody else, like, or has, I mean, if that has happened to anybody else, then obviously the, the legend is going to, grow from that you know if they're going to tell it to people and and that gets around if if anybody has something weird happen obviously that's 
what contributes to these legends. So, and it's just funny to hear that that's not even the supposed grave of this, mm-hmm. uh, this so-called witch. Right. And that was, it's supposed to be around late 1800s or something, right? That she was right. uh, buried. That mm-hmm. that was the time frame that we ran across in our research. And the the primary story is that the woman dug up her husband multiple times. And then the, the local townspeople finally put this concrete slab over top of his grave to stop her from doing that. But even that is apparently up for debate because a lot of people say that the woman actually died before her husband died. And so there was no way that she was digging her husband up. She was already dead. Right. And uh, there, you know, the things like that. Right. And because they thought that she was trying to attempt to reanimate her husband. I mean, yeah. so again, mm. you get a little bit farther and farther and farther down the rabbit hole. Um, and again, I, we thought it was a bust um, because, you know, doing research, we kind of already had, our hands on all of the the different angles. It was just a, a matter of, well, we'll see. I mean, it'll be fun. We're here. It's on the way out of town. Why not? And uh, it ended up being, out of all the things we did all weekend, again, it was the last thing on the list. It, our expectations weren't very high, but cameras are rolling. We figured, why the hell not? And uh, it proved to be, the reaction, reaction to everything else proved to be, um, the gold, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds I, m- like it. My biggest um, takeaway from it, the thing that bothers me the most is, I think technically, as far as the legend goes, I'm, I'm kind of in the, this legend is debunked camp. Uh-huh. So my real question is, what the hell was going on with, <laughs> I mean, it was really, I know it's one of those things where people are like, oh yeah, whatever. But in all honesty, we were really thoroughly freaked out, and there were a lot of things that just happened back-to-back beyond the ability for it to be chance, at least in my eyes. We don't, and we don't get freaked out. I mean, we've done some things. We've, we've spent the night at a, a devil's... We've seen some shit. We've seen <laughs> some shit. We've been around some shit. And uh, can I say shit again? But, I mean, <laughs> we're not usually rattled by this stuff. Like, scary movies were kind of like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like... So when stuff like this happens, we're just like, meh. But it, we were the the reactions that you see on the video on any audio that you find are completely one hundred percent legitimate. And you can't say that about. I mean, how often can you say that about? You know, obviously with paranormal TV, you know they spend twenty four hours trying to get you know an hour's worth of footage where somebody goes, "Did you hear that?" But these were this was a legitimate. What was that? What was that? What you know what I mean? This this there was yeah. no this was not a canned episode. This was legitimately like I can't even I can't explain it. Like it it, yeah. it it happened and it happened in real time for sure. That's um that that's kind of what I am after whenever I go out to stuff too. Like when when I went to the Lent match and I was really hoping to to have something crazy happen and I had you know I had a, a handheld recorder that I had playing a lot, um, or uh, running a lot, I should say. And, um, uh, like nothing really, nothing really happened while I was there. It's not to say stuff doesn't happen, you know, it could have just been an off night. I don't know, but I'd love to, to be in a situation like that, to be thoroughly freaked out and be like, I don't know that I can, uh, cross any T's or dot any lowercase J's in this instance. 
Right. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's such a rare, like I said, it's a rare occurrence that you, that you'll, it's really, it's the thrill of the chase. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's kind of like, you don't, like a dog chasing cars, you don't know what you do if you caught one. Like I just, you don't know what, how you really react until it happens and, you're, and it can catches you completely off guard because for most intents and purposes, I don't think we go into the woods thinking that we're going to discover Bigfoot because it, it with a flat, what, with what technology we're carrying, you know, whether it's a cell phone flashlight or not. So when those things happen, you're, you're completely caught off guard. And that's exactly what happened with us. I mean, Luckily, we had enough juice in the cameras to get some some semblance of audio video, or else I don't think anybody would believe us. I mean, I just yeah, it was such a crazy, it was uh, an anomaly. It was all those things. I was just it was just nuts. So, do you have that um, that video where people can find? It? Is it on YouTube? Uh, it is. We'll send you a link. Okay, I'll put that in the in the show notes, and yeah. also, of course, if you want to. Send that song. Um, I can put that in the the show notes as well. I just wanted to nah, check man. it out. You're gonna you know, find myself. that. You gotta find that son of a bitch on your own. We're not. We ain't touching it. <laughs> nah, we give you all the. Nah, we give you all the. We're, we're gonna turn into those neighbors. They're like, nope. We gotta give you all the information you gonna get. You know. <laughs> nah, now you need to get out of here. You, you need. It's get, past yeah. dusk. Yeah. You ain't supposed to be around here like the guy in Friday the 13th. You know, you're like, y'all ain't from around here. Uh, no, we'll send you the link to the song, but I, we do not want to be on Judge Joe Brown or Judge Judy if shit goes tits up because you had to have this song. Uh, but yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so when, when you guys cover these... Um, uh, these locations and stuff. Ha- have you noticed any like similarities between stories of places and stuff? Like does, st- does stuff start getting predictable when you research it? I would say, I would say yes, except yeah. for really when we get out in, in the car and we hit some of these places, what was the name of the guy in? Oh my God. We could do another show with you, Flora on this dude. Uh, Sasakwa. There's a town called Sasakwa, and we were looking into the legend of the Stakini. Have you ever heard of the Stakini? I, I mean, it sounds very attractive. <laughs> it's really not. It sounds pretty hot. <laughs> it's a Native American legend. Basically, this dude will throw up his guts at night and turn into an owl. Yes or an owl-like creature, Mm -hmm. and then attack people. And then in the morning, he eats his guts and turns back into a dude. So we were, like, stoked on this story. Mm -hmm. And we went out to talk to uh, some locals in this town just to see if we could maybe get the groundwork for a show. And we get into town, and nobody will talk to us, and it's kind of creepy. It's one of these towns that really kind of died 30 years ago. There are literally signs on doors that say on the front door that says keep out. Right. Not on the gate, on the front door that says keep out. And this is, and this is the town where they literally said, don't, you know, they whisper to us at the diner, don't 
don't go knocking on doors. I don't know what your plan is. Don't knock on doors around here. And, and I really suggest that you guys be gone before dark. Before dark, because a couple weeks before, somebody's nephew they found a body in a river down there. In in that part of the country or the power of Oklahoma, people it didn't make the news. You know what I mean? It's like oh, the grapevine yeah. news. You get the grapevine newsletter, and you've got to go to the diner to get to get the subscription. So. So but we get to this town and we're looking into this legend and then out of the blue, we see a sign that says UF, UFO alien connection world headquarters or something. along. Yes, it's and, the weirdest thing on the planet. And it's hand painted sign. And we're like, oh, there's no way we don't go knock on this door. It says, come, come on in. There's a trail of cupcakes. Exactly. And you're like, well, we have to do this. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So Amy wouldn't even get out of the car. She's like, hell no. I'm not going near that place. You guys do whatever you're going to do. So Brett and I go knock on the door and this guy answers the door in a bathrobe and it wasn't quite shut all the way. And we asked about the sign and he's like, Oh, you want to talk to what was his name? I don't remember. Sure, he, drank, I, he drank Bush. So we call him, we call him captain Bush light, but he said, well, let me let you talk to the guy. Let me let you talk to the guy that's seen it. Okay. That, you know, when they say that you're like, uh, yes, Let's go get our equipment. <laughs> so we went and got camera. We got our cameras, audio. I mean to tell you. And we get in there, and the guy comes around the corner, and he's. It's not even close to Christmas, but he's wearing an Uncle Cy, um, Doug Dynasty Christmas shirt. So we already know this is going to be a good story. So um, he starts off the story telling us he's been interviewed for documentaries, and every time anybody, inter- all of the all of the footage disappears. And we recorded on multiple recording devices, this guy talking to us for four hours. We have exactly zero minutes of footage available to us. Right. I recorded when the battery on, and I had a relatively new iPhone 7 at the time. Thank you very much. Uh, When the batteries on the camera went shit and they went back to the car, I stayed in the house, which... I'm telling you right now, this was a, uh, it felt like I was in the Sawyer's house on, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I'm in there recording, continuing to talk to the guy. The footage I got on my phone, it, it glitched out every time I tried to play. I swear to you, it, I couldn't get it to play. We couldn't get any playback on it because he said to us that he'd been microchipped. So the story, real quick, brief story. He said back in 1969, 1968, he would hitchhike from Sasakwa, Oklahoma to St. Paul, Minnesota, or not St. or Utah to Utah and Utah, Minnesota, Utah, Minnesota. You've heard of it. <laughs> I know you've heard of it. eh? Um, so then when, when the fellow would get there, no. So the, and on one of his trips, he, he met up with someone that was also from Oklahoma and they were going, he would go visit his mom. And he said that at the time, all of a sudden, out of, out of the blue, these young college, he described them as college-age kids, very neatly dressed, approached him and said, would you like, would you care for a ride? And he's like, well, I don't see, where's your car? You know what I mean? Uh, we're in the middle of a highway. He goes, they're like, well, just follow us. And he said, at that point, it's the first time he boarded a UFO, air, UFO craft. Right. So he like literally tells us his whole life story, and we... We have nothing. We have not a scrap of I information. Bet he's de- and I would guess he, he's probably dead now. Wow. Yeah. So, but he said he was waiting for the president. 
to contact him to get so that he could give the president instruction. I mean, he had a detailed diary of instructions when they thought when they thought that he would they would come back. I mean, yeah. And apparently he he's a replicant. I think there's like a he has a twin. <laughs> I'm sorry. So he so what what they took him in this in this craft and yes. then spat out this replicant. Right. And right. I'm it's pretty microchip. sure that alien microchipped alien replicants live on bush light. Yes. Exclusively. And the funny thing is, is I took a picture of it. And I wish I could have talked the guy out of it. He had a I know it was vintage. It had to be because he's vintage. Uh, he had a an ET ceramic that was sitting on like a piano or something like that. I was like, that's that's too on the that's just too on the nose right there. So so was he saying that the that they were benevolent or like did he did he yes. describe? Well, that's a big word for for this guy, uh, <laughs> benevolent. Uh, Look, I, I invested in that word a while ago. I'm still getting mileage out of it. I'm so. thinking Sue oblivious me. is probably more than. <laughs> He was in touch with reality. Uh, he had cassette tapes and VHS tapes, um, so he's very in tune to you know the twenty the technology of of, of the time. They mm-hmm. ran the intergalactic space college, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. It was it was a great story mm-hmm. and completely unbelievable. Right, and mm-hmm. apparently you stepped through a beam, and it trans. I mean, just this. It, the dude had told the story many, it, even through a bush-like haze, had his really kind of had his shit together. And I, re- I left there going, this dude might be l- legit. He may not be, in <laughs> fact, full of shit. Brett did say that, and I vehemently disagree. The guy was batshit crazy, <laughs> and I don't know how he afforded the paint for the sign out front. <laughs> That said the UFO world. But you went to the bathroom and you said it looked like Wolverine had tried to like bust through the door. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody legitimately maybe, opened the bathroom door with an axe at one point in time. Maybe you were in the Sawyer it's house. It's a possibility. It was, it was super creepy. So Amy, because, you know, she went to the restaurant first because that's really what we, we came to kind of get a feel, maybe grab, grab some lunch ended up being a late lunch. What we find out later is that the two guys, the roommate and the other guy, and just a, you got to tell the cat story in a second, but there's a, uh, they're, they're both convicted child molesters. Like, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I dodged a bullet, but I felt like, yeah, you're, you're about 40 years beyond (laughs) child molester. I'm past my prime, but yeah. So the the cat story, I, I do feel I have to tell the cat story. So again, back to your point about a lot of these things seeming, you know, like they, they kind of all follow the same the same pattern or something of the uh-huh. it's something that like legitimately we we kind of fought with for a while. But uh, we're we're standing outside of this diner in Sasakawa and this guy walks across the street and he whistles. And there's like 30 cats come running out from underneath the house. <laughs> and oh, it was the, the kind of freaky. I mean, just the whistle and these cats come running. Then he proceeds to walk down the block and these cats follow him in single file down the street. 
and one of them got out of line. I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Like one of them got out of line and he talked to that cat in particular. That cat looked at him, stopped what it was doing, ran back to the end of the line and got in line. And that guy kept walking down the street. We didn't have a camera. We didn't have a microphone. And I'm just sitting here going, somebody, please, for the love of God, just look this way, please. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And Brett saw kind of the tail end of it. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, are you kidding me? And that was a What's cul- this cat parade right. that I just missed. Like, it was a culmination. And again, we went, you know, obviously no Stinkini. We went to basically the Stinkini mecca where it all went down when the original sightings happened blah 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 did some skulking around it was icy cold and just out of nowhere this thing with the ufo guy happened happened i mean we weren't even looking for it had no idea in fact i'm the one we got out of the got out of the car and i'm the one that turned and went read the sign i go dude check this out i mean and then it was like a Everybody kind of caught on, and then we were like, "We got to do something." Amy's like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh," and I, it it turned into be it was it would have been rock freaking solid if we would have had something we could have put together. I mean, it was the guy was as cold and gold as that bush light berry boy. I'm telling you, it was a it was a missed opportunity that wow. we that I mean, well missed opportunity in terms of we couldn't do anything with it. That's that's wild. It's wild to have that and then like Catmaster across the street. And <laughs> tell, tell like that, <laughs> that town sounds like it's the place to be. Uh, literally on all four, four corners of the street, the one corner you've got the diner where the people, when you go in there, they tell you not to talk to the people across the street and don't be here after dark and don't knock on doors. And then on the other corner, you've got the magic black dude with his... <laughs> parade of cats and then across from him you've got the ufo world headquarters and then across the street from that you've got an abandoned jail that's just bars standing in a field the the whole place was super creepy but we didn't mention that the black guy walked through the middle of the house that we were in initially like just just like i don't know business as usual walked to the back and disappeared i don't know what I was just so like, walked just, in the front yes, and out the back. Yes. And that actually happened multiple times. We were there for a few hours and people would come in and like walk in the front door and walk out the back door and no, no explanation, no idea who they were. Yeah. The place to stay away from was the, the most popular place. I think that house had more people in it than the diner we <laughs> ate in. Um, isn't, isn't that bad superstition? Isn't that a superstition? Aren't you not supposed to? I don't know. To go out a different door than you came in in a, in a house. Uh, I'm just you, glad you we would got think up. these people would be up on that stuff. When I walked out and I said, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Please tell me we got we got video. We got oh yeah, we got it. And we get home, we got nothing. Like, oh. and that was the that was the crimp. Like, if you could, I don't. If I go on a, a a werewolf hunt and I find I end up finding a guy like that in the woods, I'll take that all day long. And I love me a werewolf attack. Man, you you know, um, this is something recent for you guys, I think. I went to that uh, clown motel. Oh, did you? Did you see that, Harley? Yes, the Tonopal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw um, your, your Twitter feed. Yeah, I uh, so I, I went to uh, Las Vegas a couple months ago, and 
I was like, I'm going to take a day and I'm going to go to area 51 and the little alien. And then I'm going to, I'm going to go on, go on out to Tonopah and check out this clown uh, motel, which I had heard about on your guys show. And then I'm going to like swing down, you know, just kind of, you can do a, this big loop back to, to Las Vegas. And then I think I found on the way back, you could hit like the, um, Goldfield hotel or something like that. It was, I, I forget the name, but it's supposed to be super haunted, but yeah, I drove out to, to Tonopah and wow. parked in the parking lot, took a couple pictures and then, and then came on back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not scared of clowns. So, you know, that, that part of it was okay. But the, I think the creepy part is the saturation of uh, all these clowns. Honestly, if, if it were that saturated with anything, right. It would probably still be creepy, you know? Like, yeah. If it were watermelon, it were watermelons yeah. on that level. Right. Yeah. It would be weird. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easter bunny motel chilling. Right. Like, Similar to the to the guy in Sasakawa with his bush light beer cans. Um, there were pyramids made of bush light cans. Speaking of saturated. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. Yeah. yeah, there were and I think they the pyramids of bush cans had like he made a like a third eye in the middle. It's just crazy like Illuminati. Illuminati. aluminum naughty is what it was. I don't know. That was pretty good. That was a reach. That was a reach. You can edit that out. Um <laughs> yes, I'm going to edit a pun out. That's what I'll do. Man, this this was great. I mean, you you guys, that's two for two of stories where you you go there and then like you get a story from it. Something something actually happens. I, I mean, maybe you've been to fifty places and these are the only two. But you know, I don't know. It's one of the things that I actually love about doing the road trips. Is there's always we always come back with at least one rock solid story and it may not always be weird. It may not always be on the paranormal side, Mm -hmm. but there's always, always something, a good story. Yeah. And I think that, and that's kind of where the, you know, that's kind of the low hanging fruit for us. We like to, we, as much as we like the weird shit, we just want to get in the car and go because we always find ourselves (laughs) in a, you know, a, a sticky situation. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> what are they getting themselves into now? Stay tuned. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean? So we just, we, that's the thing we, we enjoy getting in the car and going. And I think that's kind of where we, with travel eyes, it kind of tugs at us because we want to go and do and touch and be, and, and we can't always do that, but we know that when we do, we're always going to have a good time. We're going to fight. And uh, we have. There's been times where it took us 12 hours to make a, a four-hour trip because I was walking down one side of the highway while he's driving down saying, get in the goddamn car. So, I mean, we've been there. But, it, you know, and, and that's the other thing, too, is like when you work with family and work with your – you know, I have been fortunate enough to, to partner up with my best friend. I mean, we're best friends. So – you know, we don't always see things eye to eye and personality wise. We're, we're, we're similar in a lot of ways and different in a lot of ways, but I, I just, I think that's part of the fun is getting out there and seeing what we can get into. I don't care if I see, if I see a ghost, cool. If I see a Bigfoot, cool. But I know that as long as I'm with him, no, um, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. And we've snuggled for warmth. We have not. <laughs> Well, it was warm for me. It was something completely different for you. That's why we 
that's what makes us click. We're the bosom buddies. You guys are a hoot. I tell you what, when when I come out Oklahoma way, you're gonna have to to plan a trip to one of these places and and have me tag along because hell yeah, I I want to see some of this stuff. <laughs> hey, we 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 will not guarantee that you will see a ghost or a Bigfoot, but I guarantee we will get into some trouble. Hey, if you can see half of what you just told me about on here, <laughs> I would be up for it. I never have anything happen when I go looking for stuff. Maybe maybe I'll break the the streak for you guys, or maybe I'll be a curse. It's like eh, stuff doesn't want to happen when David's around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it. Trust me, if I'm there, something will happen whether you're there or not. I will. We will <laughs> see to it that you too will shite yourself. And if I'm okay. there, I guarantee we will find some good barbecue. That doesn't even have to be a selling point, and you just sold me twice. So, <laughs> and I never drive. I never drive, Dave. I don't. I don't okay. drive. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a selling point too. What, that what that is definitely do? a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, you guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you tell uh, uh, everybody? Uh, where to find you guys and anything else you'd like to plug while we got you here. Well, as always, I mean, uh, you can find us at Facebook at Travel Oddities. You can find us at TravelOddities.com and coming soon, only in OK.com. So, and your Twitter is uh, at Travel Odd Pod. Is that right? That sounds right. It yes. sounds right. We, uh, you know, we kind of just put it in autopilot and let it go. Yeah. I, I, I hardly ever mess with Twitter. Apparently, that's something I'm... I should be like focusing on. I don't know, but um, uh, it, twi- Twitter's Twitter. So. I vapor lock on Twitter. I have all these great ideas, but when I get on there, I'm like, shit, I don't have enough characters. <laughs> and you really have to stay on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Twitter's one of those yeah. things where you like ask Trump. You know, you got to tweet at two o'clock in the morning. Sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's got to you got to schedule the the things out. You yes. gotta You got to say all kinds of stuff without actually like saying anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tell you what, Brett, Harley, thank you guys again for your time and for talking to us today. I really appreciate it. And hopefully uh, we can get together and go out uh, with some of this crazy tripping and, and try to find some of these things. And if not, um, and maybe you guys can come back on and tell us some more stories uh, in the near future. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Had a great time. Thank you for having us on your show. It was very much a pleasure. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. You bet, man. Thanks again to Harley and Brett. Make sure to check out Travel Oddities podcast when you get a chance. They got a lot of great shows on there, a lot of great topics. While you're showing them some love on Facebook, if you haven't yet, go over to Blurry Photos Facebook and give me a like. Follow on Twitter, Blurry underscore photos. Instagram's Blurry Photos podcast. And if you'd like to help out the show monetarily, punch that donate button on blurryphotos.org or subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash blurryphotos. That'll do it for this episode of Blurry Photos, and I have been David, not yet a Catmaster, Flora. Till next time.
know that the music part is even even there yet. So at the end of the day, it starts getting dark. <coughs> Hang on a second. I need to take two seconds. Sure. <coughs> just even talking about it. Yeah, just even talking gets, about it makes gets, him. Gets things. He's ha- he is hacking hardcore Man. right now. I mean, I, I've got no other thoughts than this is the witch. It's the witch is doing that. I, I'm telling you, if there you did, no if, you, if you left there thinking, if you went there thinking bullshit, you left there thinking no shit. <laughs> because, and we'll get know. into the meat of it, but it was weeks of just weird things happening to all of us. Like it just, I, and I don't, I don't, I really don't, there are certain things, if you were going to ask me, Dave, what's your, what's your paranormal horse tied to? Mm-hmm. I would say my number one thing would be ghost spirits, et cetera, because I've seen things that I can't explain before any, before any mental illness diagnosis. Now this sounds crazy but just for me to say, but you know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, I remember seeing things and going, what was that? You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So ghosts and that kind of thing has always kind of been my thing, but there's, you know, the oversaturation of paranormal television shows and everybody wants to be a fucking ghostbuster. I kind of just kind of went and just tried to ignore it. So when, when all this went down, I was like, I can't, ex- I can't explain it. It, it. It's crazy. Harley's back. You want to try to do that Did thing? You again? Jump ahead. No, 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 no. He was, when he was saying there's only one thing that can explain all the hacking and coughing. It's the witch. I said, and I was just kind of telling him, you know, if you went there thinking bullshit that you left there thinking no shit. Like, Okay, yeah. So here, did, did she just literally crawl in your throat, Harley? I'm, like, <laughs> I, no, I, I'm, I've been sick, so I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm not giving any credit to the paranormal in this particular instance. <laughs> well, as always, I mean, uh, you can find us at Facebook at Travel Oddities. Uh, I, I don't know. Edit this part. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible at. I'm terrible at this funny? part. After after five six years, however it's been for me doing it, I I always blank as well. Like I'm I'm like, well, there's Facebook. That's that's a website you can go to. Right. Uh, I think it's on the web. Um, right. Uh, do you guys have Facebook? Like you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally had to quit saying www uh, after about two <laughs> years of doing it. I just my call to I always get hung up on these call to actions because I get lectures about well you're just you're telling too much for the call to action. Oh, I'm, okay. So you know, Facebook is always a good place to start. Don't look at me like that, Harley. Do it. You do it. Go for it, dude. I don't have the radio voice. Say say, check us out on travelodities.com or hey, coming real soon, onlyanok.com. Shit, I don't know. Do you want to do that? You just did it. I don't have the you radio don't voice. Me. I don't have the bass. You don't. You don't need me. Okay, so check us out at Travel Audience at Facebook and coming soon. Only the only in co. The only in OK show. You didn't even say words. I, okay, okay. Let me start that. Up. Let me try it again. Let's try. Do I? Can I try it again? Mr. No, that's it. Bye. <laughs> I wish it was that. I, I, you know, I wish it was live radio. We wouldn't even have to fucking <laughs> deal with this. Anyway.